What's up, do you even blog tribe? Pete McPherson here. You know what the cool thing is about having your own blog or podcast or YouTube or whatever platform you're on? You get to do what you want. <laughs> There's no one that told me I have to read a sponsored post uh, in today's podcast or I had to even put my intro in. I don't care. I don't really want to do any of that right now. All I want to do is talk to you guys about blogger burnout. So that's what I'm doing. So I know all of you have felt this pain before, this struggle of getting into online business and seeing how the pros do it, seeing how much money Bobby Hoyt and Michelle Schroeder and John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn, seeing how much money these people make. And oh man, that's going to be me. Work, 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 drive, 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 type A personality, maybe just blogging, lots of time and effort goes into it. And then you get frustrated. Everyone does all the time. Constantly, every week, maybe every month, maybe every couple of months at least, you hit a wall. You hit the wall with blogger burnout. You're just not sure what you're doing is worth it. Should you be doing this? Should you be spending all your time doing this? Is it really going to pay off in the end? You get overwhelmed with the sheer amount of work that you have to do, content and admin stuff and marketing and oh my gosh, so much stuff and you want to quit. You want to quit or you at least get so frustrated that you get anxious or depressed or angry. Who knows? So I want to talk a bit about this today in three parts. One, I asked people on Twitter and Facebook last night, what tips do you have for avoiding and or combating blogger burnout? And I had a lot of responses. I want to read you some of my favorites of those. Also give a shout out to their URLs because that's what you do. Two, I want to read you off this little formula, a formula framework maybe that I came up with the PPBD, PPBD, did I do that right? Yes, I did. The PPBD framework for avoiding burnout. And then I want to conclude this podcast episode with the rule of dieting and blogging, the rule of dieting and blogging. Okay. I'm not even going to do like any funky drum transitions here. I'm just going to keep talking and hit you guys with the value, hopefully valuable, at least hit you with the content. All right. So here are some of my favorite responses to what tips do you have for avoiding burnout, avoid hitting those walls. This is one of my favorites, Devin from the creator Nexus. I take a good, long, hard look at my coworkers and current work environment. Every once in a while, I take off my headphones at work and genuinely look around. I realize I can't stand that place, but I would also be dissatisfied working beneath anyone else too. That is enough to get me to work hard when I go home on the blog. So that's not necessarily uh, avoiding burnout, Devin, so much as it is keeping in constant contact with your motivation which I really like, and your goals and your purpose. So I really, really like that. Good job, Devin. Let me move on. Lazy Millennial. She's in the Facebook group as well. Love her. Lazy Millennial. I turn everything blog-related off. I lose myself in a workout, and I play with my son. That always helps me put things in perspective. I got to give a shout-out here and say that, yes, kids for me are what do it. I know not all of you are parents, but those of you who are, I, I like to go like a little bit above and beyond with my kids every now and then when I'm suffering from burnout. Like I'll, I'll usually play with them and see them every day and so forth. But I might just be like, you know what? Let's go get ice cream. Let's do something a little different, something fun. And when I do that with my kids and see the like joy on my son's face, that, that helps me out personally. <laughs> it always does. Moving on. Donatello from Octavian Journal. 
I try and balance how much I work on my blog. Not too much, not too little. If you do do too much, you get tired and want to quit. If you do too little, then you feel as if your time is wasted on something minuscule. Fly between the two, and it's a joy to blog. I like that. That was very poetic, Donatello. Uh, okay. Jamaican Dauda from Irie Diva. A Jamaican blog. Oh, I went and checked out your site, by the way. I still don't know how to pronounce that. I'm, I'm hoping it's Irie Irie Diva. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, Jamaican Dada. Anyways, burnout. I take a break and actually go live life. I think it's more important to write pieces that will resonate instead of writing because I'm on some sort of schedule. When I have nothing new, I simply promote older pieces. So I kind of like that. I, I like the fact that she's not forcing content, right? A lot of times we get to, oh my God, I'm supposed to do it three times a week and I got to publish a piece of content tomorrow. Let me just bang out some crap. I do this all the time too, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I write a lot last minute because I write a lot for one thing, but I kind of like that. I kind of like taking a break when you don't necessarily have anything to say. I don't know. I, there's something there. As long as you can stay somewhat consistent, I think that's a pretty strong piece of advice. Okay. Rogue Dad MD. I think it's roguedadmd.com. I ensure that I have things and I enjoy outside of blogging. And I intentionally set up a blogging pace that I can maintain in all but the most hectic times. We're going to talk more about pacing here in a second. Thanks, Rogue Dad. Uh, what do we got? Sarah from Smile and Conquer. I find that giving into the burnout for 24 hours, giving in to the burnout for 24 hours works for me. Forcing it just makes me more frustrated. Also, I turn to fellow bloggers to, and get inspired by their posts. Uh, I like that. Dreamer Money also says, I listen to podcasts and bloggers that are killing it. Use it as motivation while taking a walk slash working out. So that's the second time we've heard getting out and doing something physical, going for a walk, working out. That's just a great mind break. <laughs> I was to say, I don't know. Mind break, brain break. There you go, brain break. Uh, working out, going to the gym, walking, just meditating even for 30 minutes. I'd consider that roughly up there. And also there was a second person in a row to mention finding other bloggers content and reading it. Sarah said, I turn to fellow bloggers and try to get inspired by their posts. Dreamer Money says, I listen to podcasts and bloggers that are crushing it. I like that. I like that. Just uh, again, it's not necessarily avoiding burnout so much as it in so much as it is refinding motivation. I like that a lot too. Uh, KP at Hungry Being. I take a few days off. I double down content consumption from Gary Vaynerchuk, Andy Frisella. I've never heard of Andy and Dave Ramsey. Nothing like a good mix of kick in the pants and a pat on the back to keep you going. Okay. I love this point, KP. This reminds me of, oh, who is it? Oh, it's Zig Ziglar. The, the Secrets of Closing the Sale, I think, audiobook. It's so good. Uh, Zig Ziglar, he says, motivation is like gas in your car. If you run out completely, you're screwed. You have to keep it filled up consistently before you run out. You got to keep yourself motivated consistently in little bitty bite-sized chunks before you run out completely. That's what we call hitting the wall. That's when burnout happens is when you just completely lost all hope of staying motivated to blog or to work on your business, et cetera, et cetera. I like that. Thank you, KP, Hungry Being. All right. Millennial MD. I really love this one as well. I take a time out to actually organize my thoughts and brainstorm. Having a process makes the whole thing less of a giant event. 
Other than that, I just take a breath and mentally allow myself to step away for a week or two. A week or two. That's a long time, I think. That's good. Uh, I like the the thought of organizing and brainstorming. I know journaling, Tim Ferriss is huge on this, Kevin Rose, a bunch of other people. Journaling is a really great, effective way to kind of trap your thoughts on paper, both positive and negative. Often, uh, at least for me personally, I journal every morning, by the way. I I find that when I'm super frustrated and I'm anxious and all that other stuff, I journal about it. I just write it out like a little schoolboy or a schoolgirl, just like diary, dear diary. I feel like crap and here's what happened to me and all these people are mean to me. And then I find that after like seven and a half minutes of doing that, I look at the page and I'm like, duh, be, the answer is right in front of you. You're supposed to do this. And then I feel so much better. So journaling, taking time to organize your thoughts, brainstorm. I love that. Thank you, Millennial MD. Okay, let's leave like maybe one or two more. Oh, here's here's uh, some similar ones. Keelan from The Savvy Couple and Melissa from Flea Market Flipper. Actually, two of uh, my favorite blogs to go check out. I love these guys. Keelan says, take vacations. Being an entrepreneur is definitely a grind. He's actually still learning himself how to turn it off every now and then. Melissa says, I just planned five days camping on the beach for the weekend after our launch. I so need it. So I love that too, taking vacations. And I'll go on one step further than that uh, in just a second when I talk about this framework. Last thing that I want to, or actually I'll read this one too. Veronica from Passion by Girl. I just watch a movie and work on my latch hook kit. I don't even know what that is. Right now I'm working on a mini rug of Mickey Mouse and it's really relaxing. So just picking up a hobby, even just a mindless hobby, like knitting or making whatever a latch hook kit is or going to a movie. I go to movies myself, by the way. Uh, last one I'll read right here. Kayla Sloan from kaylasloan.com, 10kvea. She'll also come on the podcast soon. I'm a fighter, so I usually try and fight through it. Not the healthiest option. So I'm working on changing my ways to take a break more often. I don't know. I just found that funny. Thank you, Kayla. That's awesome. Okay. Numero dos, parte dos. I don't know how to say part in Spanish. Part two of this little podcast. Let me read you my own little framework that I came up with and I've written down here. PPPP. So patience, pacing, balance, and periods of rest. Obviously, patience. Blogging is a long-term game. We like forget about this all the time. All the time. I say blogging is a long-term play. Making money takes a while. Growing takes a while. And you're like, yeah, duh, be. I've heard that like a million times. But the truth is we forget it every single day, right? At least I know I do. So I was reminded of this quote. I heard it on, again, the Timothy Ferris podcast recently. We often overestimate what we can accomplish in a day and underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. Patience. Patience and pacing. That's a great transition to number two, pacing. The slow and steady blogging turtle <laughs> tortoise wins the race. Consistency is key here. And I think the bad news is there's no magic formula. Like, oh, three times a week. That's what it is. You'll never hit burnout. That's will be the perfect publishing consistency. No, I think the real answer is you got to find out for yourself, right? You got to figure it out for yourself. You got to throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks and find what schedule works for your content creation, your content publishing and marketing. You got to find what works for you and stick with it. And you can't just luck into that. You actually got to sit down and analyze like, okay, what I'm doing right now is awesome, but it's leading me to burnout every three weeks. And then I take a huge dive to my productivity. Could I spread this out more? Could I pace myself 
better. Yes, you could. I could too. Number three, balance. And I don't mean, actually, I, let, me, let me specify. Balance of content. Content balance. Another reason bloggers fail and they get burnt out is because they're producing the same exact piece of content, basically, three days a week forever. Like, it's so boring. Variety is the spice of life. Variety is the spice of blogging. Uh, now, I know something else you might be hearing in your head right now is, Pete, wait a minute, I got to optimize every post for SEO. Pete, wait a minute, I got to solve my reader's problems. Each and every blog post, each and every podcast episode. No, you really don't. I'm going to like go against the grain and disagree with that right now. You run your blog. You run your YouTube channel. You get to create the content you want to create. Just like me, not reading a sponsor at the top of this episode or even doing any background music or the intro. I don't care. This is my podcast. I get to run it the way I want to. And if you like that, you'll follow me. If you don't like that, well, then you'll go listen to my friend Darren Rouse or Pat Flynn and their podcast. Nah, mine's different. So... I like to keep things spicy and varietal. Is that a word, varietal? I think it is. Uh, variety is the spice of blogging. Keep things interesting for yourself. That's a great way to stay interested, stay motivated, and not just get super bored and bored, bored and lose all motivation. Yeah. Number one was patience. Number two, pacing. Number three, balance of content. Content balance. Number four, periods of rest. Just like Keelan said uh, earlier and Melissa from Flea Market Flipper, you got to rest. You got to take vacations. And of course, the old adage is sharpening the axe, right? You keep chopping and chopping and chopping and chopping and chopping away at the tree, your axe is going to get dull. And if you think sharpening it is a waste of productivity, like a decline in productivity, well, then quite frankly, you're wrong. You got to sharpen the axe. It may seem counterproductive, but it's not. In fact, it's critical, right, to being able to chop down a tree. Same thing with online business, with blogging, with any creative endeavor where you have goals. You need periods of rest. And I'll go a step further. You need to schedule rest. It could be one day a week. It could be one weekend a month. It could be one week a year where you don't plug into anything. I don't know. I want to try that. Bill Gates does that every single year. I'm always like... Hearing about that, like, ooh, I'm going to try that. But it needs to be on the calendar. It does. I do this on, uh, actually, mine's not very regular, but I do schedule it. I go see movies during the middle of the day. That's my thing. I have Movie Pass, which is an amazing resource, by the way. $10 a month, unlimited movies in the movie theater. It's so sweet. I go see movies. That's my thing. By myself. I don't even take my wife. <laughs> God bless her. Uh, I go during the middle of the day. I don't tell anybody what I'm doing. I just go. I schedule that out every nah, two or three weeks. I just go see a movie. That's my rest. That's all I need. Two or three hours, I come out of that feeling rejuvenated. Even if I thought like, oh, I got so much to do, I go see the movie anyways. And I always come out feeling better. I do. I do. Okay. Numero tres. Uh, part three of this podcast. The rule of dieting. Again, this is like the 15th thousandth time I've uh, referenced the Tim Ferriss podcast, but I'm going to stick with it. What is the best diet right now? It's a keto diet. I tried that recently. Atkins, Whole30, the pizza diet. That's actually a thing, by the way. No, none of that stuff. The best diet is the one you will actually stick to. <laughs> it's whatever diet you will actually adhere to and keep going without trying to, you know, go hardcore keto for three weeks and then you just get so burnt out on it and you missed your 
precious like wheat bread or whatever, got to get carbs, and then you drop it, right? The best diet is the one you will actually stick to consistently and for the long term. You see where I'm going with this? The rule of dieting and blogging. What's the best way to blog? Three times a week, 10 times per week, podcast and blog and YouTube. You need to have all the channels. You need to do this. You need to do that. SEO, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, LinkedIn. Doesn't matter. No, none of that. The best way to blog is the way that you'll actually stick to. Again, I already said this. You got to figure out what works for you. I have to figure out what works for me. It's not going to be what Pete tells you. Pete says, I got to blog three times a week for three years and then I'll make some money. No, maybe. Yes. I don't know. You have to figure out what works for you. The best way to blog is the way that you'll actually stick to. Okay. That was a lot. I'm a little bit fired up right now. I was talking a little quickly. I hope you don't mind. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm going to sign off now. I will have some sweet interviews coming your way again. Of course, every Wednesday is what I'm aiming for. Long form interviews. Actually, let me just read off some of these names. These are really great names. Uh, Desiree Ojik. Oh my gosh. I hope I said her last name right. Uh, She is halfbanked.com. Obviously, personal finance blogger. Also got a job, a full-time high-paying job blogging for Shopify. Not Spotify, but Shopify. She works for the content marketing team, which is amazing. We talk a lot about getting a full-time blogging job. Jim, route to retire or route to retire. I don't know what it is with me and the pronunciation things today. I think it's route. I'm going to go with Jim, route to retire. One of my all-time favorite human beings that I've met in the blogging world. Like the nicest human being I've ever met. And also one smart cookie. He's retiring to Panama. We're going to talk about that as well as his daughter blogging on his blog and some other stuff. It's great. Uh, Grant Sabatier and Sabatier, since continuing on the pronunciation trend, I actually asked Grant, I was like, dude, I've seen your name everywhere. You spoke at FinCon. You've been on like every news outlet. You're like a incredible millionaire blogger now. Like, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Sabatier or is it Sabatier? And his answer was, eh, either one. <laughs> so I don't know. He said, I said, what do you call yourself? He says, Sabatier. Okay, sorry. Grant Sabatier, just unbelievably smart guy. We talk a lot of SEO on that interview. It's going to be really sweet. Aaron Walker, not Aaron, Aaron. (laughs) This is awesome. Every single one of these upcoming episodes have some pronunciation, tricky stuff. Aaron Walker is... One of the original members of Dave Ramsey's mastermind group and some other really incredible, influential people. (laughs) Just an amazing guy. We talk a lot about masterminds. That's what he runs. He's he's ran so many multi-million dollar businesses, but he runs a full-time mastermind uh, company, I guess you could say. It's pretty incredible. We talk about masterminds a lot. Uh, Jeff and Ben over at BreakingThe1%.com, Dollarsprout.com, VTX Capital, Lots of really nitty-gritty Pinterest stuff coming up in that episode. It's really great. Um, Chelsea from Mama Fish Saves, also also a good Pinterest chat. She is the one that she's only been blogging a year. She just started Pinterest two months ago. And within like 30 days, it's making up like, uh, I don't remember the exact number, 15,000-ish views a month. I don't know. I'll have to look at the number. Really, really inspiring story from Chelsea there. Kayla Sloan who I also mentioned on this podcast. She makes well over six figures blogging and running virtual assistant 
I guess, agency now. She has some team members and stuff. Talk a lot about VAs, how to hire a VA, even those of us who aren't making like, you know, $10 million a year from our blog, how we can get help doing some admin stuff. Talk a lot about that. Anyways, I didn't really have to go through all those. I'm sorry. I was going to sign off. (laughs) I am now. So great interviews coming up. I am really excited to share them with you. I really do mean that. Thank you for listening. As always, I really do mean that. I love you guys. I have almost 18,000 downloads, which is nothing compared to the big podcast. But for me, it's everything, quite literally. It's quite literally everything for my blogging life right now on my business. So thank you for listening. I would just ask that you subscribe. Apparently, uh, Steve Stewart has told me that actually influences iTunes algorithms. So if you're not subscribed, please do subscribe. That would help me a lot. Uh, Otherwise, feel free to leave me a review One star, five star, doesn't matter. You can find that on iTunes, of course. And just share it with your friend. If you enjoy this, just pin this post. You can go to doyouevenblog.com slash blogger hyphen burnout. Find it right there. Doyouevenblog.com slash blog. Actually, you can just find it. Share it with a friend if you do enjoy it. And that's all I got. I will talk with you later. Do You Even Tribe. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you next week.